Be the calm in the storm. Welcome to the Impact Legacy and Meaning Podcast, where we discuss the mindset, strategies, and tactics that will allow you to make the kind of impact you want on your family, your business, and your community, while creating a personal and financial legacy that will last for generations. I'm Sean Skaggs, your host. I'm a father, husband, business leader, and follower of Christ who's on a mission to help you create the impact, legacy, and meaning you want for your life. Don't forget to go to impactlegacyandmeaning.com to download your free personal assessment. And if you like the show, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and be sure to leave a review on iTunes and help spread the word. You know, I once heard a salesman tell a story about his manager and about what a great leader he was. And he said the moment that he realized that he was a great leader was in a moment of, uh, of a storm, in a moment where things had not gone right. What had actually happened was they had lost their biggest customer, a customer that made up a, a pretty significant portion of their business. And when that happened, he went into a panic. Uh, and so he went to his, his manager and he told him what had happened. And the manager simply said, look, this too shall pass. We'll get through this. It's going to be okay. All we have to do is we've got to replace that income. Let's figure out how we can replace that income. And it was at that moment, whenever that manager was being the calm in the storm, that he realized that was the kind of leader that he wanted to follow. That was the kind of leader he wanted to be around. Someone who would stay calm, stay logical, and not panic over every little thing. Not let their emotions rule the day, or rule their decisions, or rule their relationships. I had a similar situation happen to me today where we had hired an outside company to do some work for us. Some pretty important work, some very public work, uh, something that was going to display about our company. I don't want to throw them under the bus um, by mentioning who it was or what exactly they were working on for us. But basically, this company fumbled the football today. They messed some things up that not only stopped what they were doing, but it also stopped what everyone in our company was doing because of the way that they had fumbled the football. And in addition to that, it had uh, launched this new thing that we weren't ready to launch, and it wasn't ready to be launched, and still had some bad information on it. And all this stuff had went out without us knowing that it was going to go out today. And so there was just a lot of things that went wrong all at once, and it was affecting the entire company. And the person who was in charge of that project, to be honest with you, was just beside themselves. They were very upset about what was happening, about the way that it was handled by the other company. And the, at first, they couldn't understand why I wasn't more upset about it. But uh, I felt like there was nothing that I could do in that moment. I had alerted everyone that needed to be alerted. I had told you know, the company exactly what they needed to do to fix the situation. And all I could do at that point was wait for them to fix it. And so there was no reason for me to get upset. There was no reason for me to be emotional. And by the end of our conversation, the person who was in charge of the project was calmed down as well and realized that there was nothing they could do. There was no reason that they should stress over a situation that was completely out of their hands. And I would encourage you to try and do the same whenever you can. It's really easy to get wrapped up in our emotions and to let those emotions dictate how we respond to people and especially responding to people who may have messed up, who may have made a huge mistake. But 
reacting emotionally doesn't actually help the situation most of the time. It might get them emotional as well and cause them to make more mistakes, or it might get them emotional to the point where they don't want to help you anymore, but very rarely does it actually make someone do anything different than what they would have done otherwise. If they know they made a mistake, they want to make it right. Nobody wants to be the screw-up, and nobody wants to make mistakes. And so the best thing you can do is stay calm and give them an opportunity to fix their mistake. If you'll give them that opportunity, typically they'll do their best to try and fix the mistake because they didn't want to mess up in the first place. But be the calm in the storm whenever you have the chance. Whenever that storm of life comes, if you can be the person who's calm, if you can be the person who's the anchor, then your employees will respect you more for it. Your colleagues will respect you more for it. The people who made the mistake will respect you more for it. And in addition to that, you'll make better decisions because you'll be rational, you'll be logical, and you'll make the decisions that are going to help everyone involved. So be the calm in the storm. This podcast is brought to you by Impact, Legacy, and Meaning Groups. If you want to increase your impact on your business, family, and community while building a personal and financial legacy that will last for generations, if you want support and accountability while getting there, If you want to 10x your creativity and intelligence for bridging the gap between where you are now and where you want to be, then apply to join a peer group at impactlegacyandmeaning.com. Thanks for listening to Impact Legacy and Meaning. If you found what you heard today helpful, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. That would really help me out. Also, don't forget to download your own personal assessment from impactlegacyandmeaning.com, where you can also check the show notes for any links or references from today's podcast. And remember, the only thing holding you back is you.